Ding dong. Uh. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike our way through Wikipedia. I am your host tonight, Tim, and with me, as always, are my smooth jazzes. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm Bossa Nova Kyle. Mm. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> types of smooth. <laughs> what are you doing? Leave all this in. More types of jazz mu- music. I'm. New Wave. You're New Wave Skylar. I'm Cool Jazz Sky. Okay. Oh, even better. That's, that's fine. Uh, so, Good. what we do here when we're not deliberating uh, musical names for ourselves is we start on a page uh, on Wikipedia, and uh, using the links on each page we go to, uh, try to make our way to a goal destination. So tonight, Sky and Kyle are going to start uh, at the pinnacle of coolness, Yacht Rock, and go to Whoa, another pinnacle what? of coolness, Leslie Nope, from Parks <laughs> and Recreation. Yacht. Is is Yacht Rock a an anagram for Leslie Nope? I I feel like it's like real close. No, Yacht Rock is a genre of music. Wow. Yacht. So yacht. Yacht. Like yacht. Boat. Like a ship. Yep. Yacht Rock. Two this words. Definitely has the feeling of the like if you say the phrase often enough, it just ceases to have meaning. Ooh. Like that's a. I, I feel like that would happen extremely quickly with this phrase. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. Uh, so to decide who goes first tonight, I have created one of my patented thought experiments mm-hmm. for you folks tonight. Uh, I asked you to provide for me a title of a Jimmy Buffett-style song about municipal laws. Uh, something that you might expect to see perhaps on a sign at a playground, a local park around the street corner, uh, something like that. Uh, who would like to go first with their creation? Uh, I I mean, I feel like I've got something, but also I feel like I'm way off the mark, and so I think I want to go first just so... <laughs> okay. Just so I get it out of the way. <laughs> sure. This, this is... Tim, this is nothing against you. I love these. I love these thought experiment games, but often I'm like... But is it as <laughs> as I'm making? So uh, the song that I that I am uh, I've been thinking of, and I'm not I haven't put together any lyrics really or anything like that. But I have, I was going with "Wasting Away in the School Zone," and the feel that I'm going for there is not specifically that like that's a place that you're like wasting away, but like you're supposed to go real slow in a school like speed area, like. So like it, they're just telling you to like chill out, you know, go 20. It's cool. You know, like everyone just slow down a little bit, you know, it's five o'clock somewhere, I guess everyone, you know, or I guess in this case, uh, you know, two 30, uh, it's somewhere, uh, everyone just slow down a little bit, uh, in the, in the school zone. Okay. <laughs> Tim, is that, is that in the right vein or did I completely no, no. miss that much? That's good. Okay. I'll take it. Sure. All right, Sky. What have you got? Uh, mine is like when you're at the pool or at a uh, municipal beach, 
Uh, and mine is just uh, <laughs> no lifeguard on duty, love at your own mm. risk. Oh, wow. Love at your own risk? Yeah. Ooh. I went back and Ooh. forth on whether I should do love at your own risk or just swim at your own risk. Cause that's still pretty David. <laughs> no, I mean, that's David no life. David. <laughs> Sir no David. No lifeguard on duty. Love at your own risk. That is, that is deep. Yeah. I, yeah, I love that. that I'm sorry. I, Tim, rock you have to pick that sentiment. one. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, I definitely have to go with that. I am impressed. Oh, thanks. I am too. You should be nice proud job. of should your I? yacht rockitude. I don't know. We'll we'll figure out what this yacht rock is, and I'll see if I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> it's originally known okay. as the West Coast Sound or adult oriented rock. Ooh, which yeah, no which, one should ever call anything that. Uh, it's a broad music style <laughs> and aesthetic commonly associated with soft rock, one of the most commercially successful genres of the mid 1970s to early 1980s. Draws on sources such as smooth soul, smooth jazz, R&B, funk, and disco. Um, yeah, clear vocals, focus on light, catchy melodies. Uh, its name was coined in 2005 by the makers of the online video series Yacht Rock. Well, <laughs> I guess if... <laughs> it's official. We Made a Thing was derived from its association with the popular Southern uh, Californian leisure activity of sailing. Wow, what a weird way to say that, like, oh, okay, so this thing is a popular leisure activity, so just a thing you can do, but only specifically popular in Southern California. That I don't know, it's like the most backward way to say the association with sailing. I need to, like, know some songs. That the, so Ride Like the Wind is one, it looks like. So Hold the I Line. If you ever what? get a chance to check out the video series Yacht Rock, don't actually do because it is funny. <laughs> it's basically they they like retell the stories of Yacht Rock type people as if like some of them are evil and some of them are not. Oh, and they're just kind of like pitted against each other. It's oh, so good. Wow. There's like. Like someone gets kidnapped one in one of them. I think it's I think it's Kenny Loggins gets kidnapped by like Jimmy Buffett. Oh, amazing! <laughs> and they they find some evidence or something, and they're like, "It's mellow, but not smooth, and kind of shitty." And the other one goes, "Jimmy Buffett." <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! I'm going through this page, and it's a lot. It's just a lot. Yacht Rock creators. Yeah, it's a whole web series, apparently. Uh, they do have a sample song here, um, if you want to listen to it. It is Christopher Cross's Sailing from 1980. Oh, boy. I like how they also yeah. have a podcast. Um, where is it? Where is it? I missed, I lost it. Yeah, right here. Uh, their podcast is Beyond Yacht Rock, and a second podcast, apparently. Apparently, they made two podcasts. Yacht or not. <laughs> yacht. Not. Yacht. Yacht. <laughs> Yacht, yacht or not, and if not, it's not spelled N-A-C-H-T. Yeah, and they rank various songs as being either within or outside the genre. Is this a joke? This feels like a joke. Tim? It's slightly a joke, but also not. Okay. Like, it's... N-A-C-H-T. It's kind of like our serious. podcast. Yes. Oh, quite. <laughs> okay. I would say so, yes. 
same level. Like, so that's why like, I feel so put on right now. <laughs> it would it would not be accepted into any academic circles. Oh no, absolutely. But that doesn't negate the reality of the situation. Michael Jackson's Thriller is accepted as yacht rock. That I'm not so certain of. Like, but Fleetwood Mac's Rumors is not. What? I like that they 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 put the year after these two, which is hilarious. I, mm. Imagine so, someone sailing their yacht around like San Francisco. They're about to go under the Golden Gate Bridge, and they put on Thriller. Yeah, it doesn't really fit. No, Da-da. rumors fit. Vincent Vincent Price just oh yeah. I mean with a with an ocean spray as you go, just like oh yeah. I mean, what if they just played the uh, the Vincent Price uh, bridge part there? I I feel like Maybe. again I it just and it was October. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, okay. Then that's like <laughs> that's Octrock. That's is what that is. I was trying to like put fright in there somehow. You got there, Octrock. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Oh wow, Footloose is what? <laughs> I'm very confused about the concept of what this is, but also, you know, yeah, in reference to what we do here. Oh wow, I actually approve of it. Yes, it's listed as a genre on Spotify and Pandora. Mm. I wish I could say genre like uh, like Alex Trebek did. Did you guys see that cut <laughs> that was going around after his death? No. He said he's like he always he's genre genre yeah in this genre <laughs> genre yeah he's always very like it's great very French. Oh man, elements of That's yacht rock have good. been adopted by new acts such as Vampire Weekend, Fox Gen, Foxy Gen. I've never heard of them. Uh, sure, Harley Ray Jepsen. While the vaporwave genre of electric, electronic music would begin in the 2010s, appropriated the nautical iconography of yacht rock. Sure. I'm what? So, you I'm made so up a thing this. in 2005, and then you're like, yeah, well, they, they have nautical things. So, like, that must be must be yacht rock. The thing is, like, that's not, that's not incorrect, though. Like, they could have had yeah. things that reference this that... Oh, Kenny Loggins, oh, man. man. All right, um... I think I'm ready to go. Oh no, you missed the last. Hold on, the, I, we have before before you say and before you say where you're going. The band Sugar Ray's 2019 album Little Yachty, is a oh. conscious homage <laughs> to yacht rock. Great. Uh, it, it includes a cover of the 1979 Rupert Holmes song "Escape," the Pina Colada song, in which uh, which lead singer Mark McGrath has called the torchbearer of all things yacht rock, which is cited. Cool. Mm-hmm. Also, the that's it. Sorry, go well, on. <laughs> recent positive reprisals of the genre have appeared in the Guardian, the Week, and BBC Four, which broadcasts uh, the two-part documentary "I Can Go for That: The Smooth World of Yacht Rock" in June 2019. <laughs> Parentheses: That documentary is a play on the 1981 Hall and Oates song "I Can't Go for That." Parentheses: No can do. No can do. Wow. Perfect. I can't go for that. Wow. Uh, we're trying to get to Leslie Nope. Yep. There's yep. a lot of singers here, but yep. something stu- something stood out to me. Oh, two things stood out to me, but I'm only going to tell you tell you one. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, uh, that's, that's a good move. Ominous. <laughs> I'm gonna. It says here that um, the t- 2017 album by Thundercat, Drunk, features a song that includes guest vocalists Kenny Loggins and Michael McDonald, entitled "Show You the Way." All performed the song together on an episode of The Tonight Show, starring Demi Fallon the same year. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna click on good. the Tonight Show because I bet what's her face has been on there. 
Yeah, probably. Is it uh, hurting me that I don't remember the name of the actual uh, oh, actress or comedian? If you don't remember her so name. So I, I have a shot at this is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm hoping to see it here. And I'll just know. <laughs> I just have a... Just so have you, a spark. So, so you're saying what you're going to do is you're going to read the entire Wikipedia page. I feel page. like her name's like Pam something. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yep. You got it. <laughs> okay. You got it. Del- wow. So it's not. First try. It's not Pam. I don't know. Sky, it's Pam. Hmm. <laughs> I can't even call it. Where would you like to go, name. Kyle? Tim, help me out with this. <laughs> you have. you. Do, there are. There are good. Uh, there are good links on here, my friend. So here's the thing. I do have a lot of options here that I'm thinking about, and ha huh, huh. Um, there are online video things like that. There's the online video series of the same name, so that could get me toward like YouTube or like streaming services where now um, that's living. Uh, there are multiple uh, actual artists. Here, and one of whom I know gets a mention in Parks and Recreation. Oh. Uh, Fleetwood Mac gets mentioned in Parks and Rec. All right, then. Uh, yeah, yep. Uh, and so that one I know, but I highly doubt that it's mentioned on there. Um, I'm trying to think about anything else that has any reference. You know what? I'm clicking Fleetwood Mac. We've never gone there for this page. I'm sure... I'm going to take a bet here. Steven, uh, the Wikipedia page for Fleetwood Mac, how many pages long do you think it is? Yeah, like scrolls. Like expanded or collapsed? Uh, uh, expanded. <laughs> this is thrilling. All right. I'm going to count it out. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm clicking on Fleetwood Mac. You guys go on. Great. Okay. Well, there were good links. Uh, so the <laughs> what? Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon. You say there were good links, but we didn't pick them. Is that what you're saying? He did. Yes, he, he just I, I, subtweeted. I mean, us. I, I just I just said it to Kyle. The other one is that one guy, uh, the one, the guy who's from Portlandia. Um, mm-hmm. He was oh. in an episode of the oh, show. Oh, you're right. He was. Yeah. Um, it's 16 uh, scrolls long, Stephen. Uh, the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, late night show with Jimmy Fallon. He's there. Other people are there. They laugh. He kind of makes an ass of himself. Uh, he also but laughs. He's, yeah, he laughs. Um, and that's kind of what happens. Uh, there's an emphasis on sketch comedy. Uh, a lot of recurring bits. Um, they do catchphrase and picture. Like, they just play party games on there sometimes with, like, the band. It's very yeah. strange. I haven't watched a lot of the show. Um, I know he's doing it remotely now. Which, hey, great for him, you know? Let's look at some notable episodes. Uh, the debut episode, he introduced supporting stars and gave a brief history of his life and career. Following up with the sketch, The evolu- Evolution of Hip Hop Dancing with actor Will Smith. Musical performance by U2 in the Top of the Rock. Um, let's see. New segments that went viral on sites like Facebook and YouTube. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, he had Emma Stone on there. Became a popular viral video when he did a lip sync battle with her. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe was there. He recited rapper uh, Blackalicious' Alphabet uh, Aerobics, uh, which has become the most viewed online video of the show. Uh, there's a Wheel of Musical Impressions with Ariana Grande, Christina Aguilera. He just gets on there and he does funny things with funny people. Uh, he does a lipstick battle with Kevin Hart and Will Ferrell. 
Just a lot. Uh, reception, critical views, uh, positive. Uh, Fallon comes across as eager to please almost to a fault, and he treated his uh, Tonight Show launch yeah. very much like a guy auditioning to be accepted into homes. Um, first season of the show was wildly successful uh, in his first year as host of The Tonight Show, according to the Inter- Entertainment Weekly. Uh, Fallon turned the revered late-night franchise into the hottest party in town, a celebrity playpen full of games, music, surprise guests, and good vibes all around. Uh, I, I mean, that's kind of what a late-night show... What What? What was it before that? Uh, what, what are they well, suggesting it was before John that Walters point? criticized his week uh, interviews. It's not, it's not very interview-heavy. doesn't ask very so good I questions. So, I mean, like... So... Carson had orangutans on his thing often, so like, I mean, is this a yeah? It's true. Is this a step up or what? Andre Du Bouchant, a writer for Conan, a fellow late night uh, show, criticized Fallon for creating what he dubbed prom king comedy, skewing odder, more clever material for an over reliance on games and celebrity cameos. You know the thing. Who doesn't like games? The thing that people come to see. Rolling Stone's Rob Sheffield opined that Fallon's effect led the medium to become overly friendly. Well, there are some instances where I would agree with that. Yes, <laughs> some one in classic but, instances. Uh, like, it won a bunch of Emmy awards. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the effect is that it became very like viral, YouTube, Facebooky, uh, and pushed other shows to do that, including Jimmy Kimmel Live. Um, Ben and Jerry's released a new flavor of ice cream called the Tonight Dough, which is my wife's favorite Ben and Jerry's <laughs> flavor. It is good. Um, it is good. It's yeah, it's good. Uh, I'm not huge into into it's uh, it's best keto. it's best when they have it in like the the sort of Klondike barish oh kind of stuff that they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in. On October 27th, 2015, it was announced that the attraction Twister, Ride It Out, at Universal Studios Florida, which ruled, by the way, uh, would be closing on November 2nd, 2015, to be replaced with Race Through New York, starring Jimmy Fallon, a ride based on Fallon's Tonight Show. What? <laughs> they took yeah. They took a ride based on Twister and replaced it with Ride Through New York with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> oh, wow. Exciting. Uh, it's got some international broadcasts. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so the... Yeah. His... Uh, on July 13th of this year, the program returned to NBC Studios with the limited staff on site. It's currently being filmed from Studio 6A, which has previously been used by past incarnations of Late Night. Um but using the set of the former NBC talk show Megan Kelly Today, modified with a darker atmosphere inspired by <laughs> Fallon's home. Whoa. And Fallon wearing more <laughs> casual attire while conducting his monologue from a stool rather than behind a desk. So So he's doing a type five. So you're doing it from home. And then it's like, oh, we should go back to the studio. But we want the studio to look like your home. Interesting. Which, for some reason, has a dark atmosphere. Dark <laughs> Darker atmosphere. than Megyn Kelly, I guess. I mean, yeah. I understand. Um, wild. 
So, I mean, I got. Do I just click on NBC? I think I click on NBC. Yes, please. Click on NBC. Okay. <laughs> do do um, do. Yeah. So Fleetwood Mac uh, is an extremely long page because, as I, uh, <laughs> as I like, I, I kind of assumed this is one of those things that people who are into this you know, have a lot to say about this kind of thing uh, for Wikipedia as, you know, we, we know how these pages are. Uh, I linked you guys to a list of the, or a, an image that is a graphic timeline of the different members of the band oh. coming in and out of the band. Uh, you can see the different lines and where they fall within. I, and I, I just really enjoy um, the like the multiple split timelines that seem to be going on here where you have different permutations of what this band looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's and... like the Zelda timelines of like, so one of them is like <laughs> when Ganon lost and the other is the Fleetwood Mac of Ganon winning. Yeah. Yeah, essentially, I you know I I'm I would joke on this, but yes, you are correct. It, it is one of those situations. Mm-hmm. Um, Fleetwood Mac, as they list here, are a British American rock band formed in London in 1967. They were founded by guitarist Peter Green, drummer Mick Fleetwood, and guitarist Jeremy Spencer before bassist bassist is that what I just said? Yeah, <laughs> bassist mm-hmm. Kyle, come on, John McVie, join the lineup. For their self-titled debut album, um, Danny Crowan joined as a third guitarist because you never can't have enough guitarists. In, in 1968, keyboardist Christine Perfect, uh, who contributed as a session musician for the second album, married McVie, uh, in and joined in 1970. Uh, so here's the thing: uh, I'm going to be very clear here in that I don't know much about anything about Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> Steven's <laughs> laughing at me. So one thing I want to uh, note... And he just he just a very, very exhausted sigh is what he just did. One thing I want to note about Fleetwood Mac is that sure. uh, it's singer Stevie Nicks. Yes. Has oh, been... Yes. Is the first woman to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame twice. Mm-hmm. Once for Fleetwood Mac and once for her solo career. And Rolling Stone has also called her the reigning queen of rock and roll. To which I vehemently disagree. Hmm. Yeah, that's like fine. she's good, but queen of rock and roll. Listen, like, the thing you have to understand is that she's extremely popular with gay people. That's the I. I mean, like this is the thing that. Oh, oh, is this the thing that's a, that's funny, Steve? <laughs> but does that make one the queen of rock and roll? I'm just saying she has a lot of pull. Yeah, she she uses tambourine and yeah, sings about nachos. Yes. <laughs> That's <laughs> Why did it's you bring not... the Saturday Night Live sketch into this? <laughs> because this is a running gag. I'm sorry. I'm I'm pulling our inside jokes into this. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But anyway, if you're going to talk about Queen of Rock and Roll, I think you should at least have uh Joan Jett in the conversation. Yeah, I feel like that's a. I feel like it's a very distinct uh, entry that should also be listed there. Yeah, nothing against uh, Stevie Nicks. She is a good performer, very good. Yeah, but Queen of Rock and Roll, I don't know. I have nothing. What to about say Pat about Benatar? Any of these what about people? what about uh, the lady I can't remember from Blondie? I yeah, who sorry. is not who's not named Blondie? 
You're asking the wrong person. What about Tennille from Captain and Tennille? <laughs> um, I, yeah, I got nothing for you, Tim. What okay. I can say is that the people in this band were messed up. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the, I, I've been scrolling through this page trying to find something to hook into to like have anything to say that wasn't just a, a, a ridiculous thing about they got real upset about a thing and left the band. Uh, but it seemed to happen with st- stunning regularity. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's multiple basically collapses of the band, multiple restarts of the band, multiple new people added in and such. And the only, I mean, really honestly, I I know, I, I, I hear there, you know, every once in a while a song of theirs pop up and it's like, oh yeah, this is Fleetwood Mac because of course they all sound like I this. I mean, to their credit, you can't be a good rock and roll band unless you're constantly destroying and rebuilding yourself. See, I feel like that's a bad, that's a bad thing to suggest. <laughs> I, feel... I mean, is there, is there a, a great rock and roll band that has just always been happy with each other. I, again, as a not extremely pop culture savvy person would not be able to tell you, but I don't like the, I don't like the concept that, uh, if you're a good creative person, you're, uh, uh, destructive, you have destructive personal relationships. Mm-hmm. It's always a thing that I've never liked. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I got nothing on this. There are no good links coming from this. Uh, there's a funny thing in here that there's a rock promoter named Bill Graham that made me think of Billy Graham. And I thought that was a, that was a funny thing for a minute, but like, <laughs> yeah, I, this is the thing. Like, here's what I expected. They are so culturally plugged in throughout, you know, TV and media and things like that. I thought there would be a, like a stunningly wide range of like movies and TV to pick from on this page. Mm-hmm. This this page is wholly focused on their music and nothing else. Literally nothing else. I, I mean, like wow. their personal lives. But like all of the links are to individual pages for the songs for those links, uh, for, the, for the band. Like dozens of links on this page, on 16 pages through, uh, are just linking to songs by, by um, Fleetwood Mac. Who, that all have individual pages of their own on Wikipedia. Uh, so, like, hmm. I could click on one of them, and one of these pages probably has like an extended list of this. Here's every time this song showed up on TV. Right. But oh no, oh Tim. What? What did you find? <laughs> okay, I can't believe. Uh, do I want to click this? The Buckingham Knicks. Okay, I have to say this as it says. The Buckingham slash Nick slash McVie slash McVie slash Fleetwood lineup <laughs> reunited in 1993 at the request of U.S. President Bill Clinton for his first inaugural ball. Bill Clinton is linked here. He's one of the only non... Oh, no. Hold on a second. Oh, I got something. Inaugural oh, ball. Got? Yeah, inaugural ball is linked here as well. Um, yeah, I'm going to click inaugural ball. What? Okay. I just I'm trying something. Just okay. well, I, I'm already we behind. You. It's it's fine. Uh, you do you don't need to. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, and that's what I want to talk about. Nothing else here because we've been to station pages a bunch and they're kind of boring. 
the iconic three note NBC <laughs> chimes came out after several years of development. Several years <laughs> of painstaking <laughs> research, trial and error. People, wow. people locked in isolated rooms. Ding Stark dong, white with nothing else uh, in them. And every 10 minutes, they would be fed three notes <laughs> at slightly different frequencies. Ding, ding, dong, ding. Uh, the three note sequence, G, E, C. Oh, that G, E sharp, C sharp? Is that what the asterisk means? I don't know. I think that's what it means, right, Tim? Sure. I, I or not an asterisk, uh, uh, like a quote sign, like a... No? I mean, probably in this case, I, I've never had to write it out in, yeah. in you know. Well, it was first heard over Red like... Network affiliate WSB in Atlanta uh, with a second inversion C major triad as its outline. An executive at NBC's New York headquarters heard the WSB version of the notes during the networked broadcast of a Georgia Tech football game and asked permission to use it on the national network. NBC started to use the chime sequence in 1931, and it eventually became the first audio trademark to be accepted by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. Uh, A variant sequence with an additional note, G-E-C-G, known as the fourth chime, was once (laughs) used... Or was Sorry. was used during significant events of extreme urgency, including during World War II, especially in the wake of the December 1941 attack on Pearl Harbor, on D-Day, and during disasters. So it was basically so, like, yo, you hear that G come back, you know shit's going down, and to listen up. If it's urgent, <laughs> wouldn't you want fewer notes? Why not have the <laughs> Why not have the four chimes when you're just chill yeah. and you just want to hang out and have a good time and hear some notes? Yeah. yeah, and then save the three one for like, okay, look, we can't we can't futz around with this. We gotta we gotta go. No fourth <laughs> chime right now. Ooh. It's and it would time. like it would it would have you like being held in suspense. Like, uh, wait, is it gonna come? Yeah. I better listen to what's it, coming. Yeah, yeah. NBC chimes yeah. were recognized uh, in 1932 true. by R- Ranger Tone founder Richard H. Ranger. Their purpose was. I'm to sorry. S- say that again. <laughs> Ranger Tone founder Richard H. Ranger. They're... Is that is that a real thing? <laughs> yep. I'm just really baffled. I'm sorry. Yeah, he's uh, an electrical engineer, apparently. Uh, their purpose wow. was to send a low-level signal of constant amplitude that would be heard to, by the various switching stations manned by NBC and, and AT&T engineers and to be used as a system cue for switching individual stations between the red and blue network feeds. Oh, yeah, there's also like red and blue networks at this time. In a, in in uh, NBC's uh, wheelhouse, I don't really understand. Uh, cool. Contrary to popular legend, the GEC notes were not originally intended to reference uh, the General Electric Company. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. It remains in yeah, use. That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, so let me control F Parks and Recreation while Tim Tim does something. <laughs> well, I do something, huh? Yeah, you. Well, you, you sounded like you were setting something up. Uh, sure, I, I can do it. Um, <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. I'm ready to go. It's just you. I uh, I thought I cut you off. I think it's interesting to note that um, <laughs> this thing I just found after President Jimmy Carter pulled the U.S. team out of the 1980 Summer Olympics, NBC canceled a planned 150 hours of coverage, wow. which had cost 87 million dollars for the broadcast rights. Placing the network's future in doubt. I mean, something similar must have happened this year, right? 
It had been oh, counting yeah, you, on you the broadcast imagine. to help promote its new false shows. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. I guess, but like, it's kind of strange that you'd be like, "Okay, we're gonna have a hundred and <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have these Olympics as a hundred and fifty hour long commercial for our shows that are coming." Oh, out. I can't absolutely. even think of a nineteen eighties NBC show. It which I guess, which I guess, proves the point, right? Every every time the <laughs> yeah. Olympics come around is like, oh, absolutely, yeah. We're going to stuff like the shows we definitely want people to know about in here. Yes. You you like the Olympics? You'll love Joey <laughs> coming to NBC this Not fall. wrong, though. <laughs> Sitcom Parks and Recreation you know. survived for a second season after a six-episode uh, uh, first season, while Heroes and Deal or No Deal both collapsed in the ratings and were later canceled. I mean, again, fine. Deal or No Deal mean, was revived later. Yeah, it went into like syndication, I think. Yep. I'm clicking on Parks and Recreation. Okay. Do it. Yeah, the United States Presidential Inaugural Ball. Uh, it's a large social gathering, both white tie and black tie. Both, I guess, you know, make Gray a choice, tie. I suppose. So wait. Yeah, no, not allowed. Black tie. <laughs> are those like the the CD um, tie operations? And are no. white tie the operations of ties that the are above, all above board, board ones? Yeah. No. Okay. No, it's not. I, I at least I don't think so, unless that's just the thing they want me to believe. Tim, <laughs> uh, held to celebrate the commencement of a new term of the president of the United States, planned and sanctioned by the presidential inaugural committee. It, the official inaugural ball uh, occurs throughout the evening of our inauguration day in Washington D.C. and are invitation only, uh, attended by guests who are issued prepaid tickets. The president, first lady, vice president, and second lady. All make personal appearances at each of the inaugural balls held in their honor. Catered food, beverages, and live entertainment performed by national and globally acclaimed musicians are provided at, at the inaugural balls. I just enjoyed that they that they put that line in there in case you were wondering, like, hey, is is that catered? Is the inaugural ball, is that like, you know, that's probably catered, It's not right? a potluck? I mean, <laughs> but imagine if it was, though. Yeah. <laughs> like... Uh, what oh what what's the uh, outgoing Secretary of State bringing to the to the inaugural ball? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, au potatoes again! Come on, uh, yeah, I I'm not I don't have a lot to do with this on this page. Uh, interestingly enough, I didn't realize this. Um, the tradition uh, has evolved over time. The first was held in 1789 in New York City, one week after the first inauguration of George Washington. Yeah, that's great. Uh, but I guess some of them have been kind of a little bit more low-key, I guess. Uh, there were, um, you know, Dolly Madison hosted one, which I get, you know, again, a person who is supposed to be well-known for their hosting capabilities. Uh, it, for that one, oh, James Madison was held earlier in the day. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah, that one was held earlier in the day, the one with Dolly Madison. With <laughs> a total of 400 tickets were sold for $4 each. Cool. Mm. Um in 1833, two balls were held for the second inauguration of Andrew Jackson, and in 1841, a third was added for the inauguration of William Henry Harrison. Um, oh, wow. For the inaugurations of Zachary Taylor in 1849, Bu- uh, yeah, Buchanan in 57, and Grant in 73, temporary buildings were constructed. <laughs> wow. Okay. Just, just chill like out, tense. guys. <laughs> What's that? Did they erect some tents. I mean, that's like what it's you do what if you're going to have like. yeah. some temporary party space, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, anyway, yeah, the reason I came here, guys, um, was not because I wanted to talk about these parties. Uh, I was actually looking for Joe Biden, um, who is a personal hero of Leslie Nope and has been in a couple episodes. Um, but, however, uh, he's not listed on this page yet. Uh, Barack Obama, however, is, so I'm clicking him. Okay. So, Parks and Recreation, Sky? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, American political satire mockumentary sitcom television series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's literally how it describes it. It's created by Greg I Daniels guess. and Michael Sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, started April 9, 2009. Ran to February 24, 2015. 125 episodes, seven seasons. Special reunion episode, you know, on April 30th, 2020, as we all know. Uh, yeah, it stars Leslie Nope, uh, and she's a per- they describe her as a perky mid-level bureaucrat in the Parks Department of Pawnee, a fictional town in Indiana. Um, I don't, hmm, I don't know how much to go into here because we're also going to talk about Leslie. Um, uh, I want to go back to critical response down here. Oh, boy. Because I think we all know the first season of Parks Recreation started to receive criticism before the premiere episode even aired. According to a March 18, 2009 report that was leaked to writer Nikki Finke, uh, focus groups responded poorly to a rough-cut version of the pilot. Many focus group members felt the show was a carbon copy of The Office. Some found it predictable, slow-paced, and lacking in character development. Others said the show lacked strong male characters, particularly a dateable lead. Oh my gosh. How, hold on. So, I'm sorry. Just to just to be clear to what I'm hearing here, like, this is one of the first TV shows, it, you know, in a long time that is focused straight, you know, like, strictly on a a woman as the main character. And they're like, oh, the real problem with the show is there aren't enough strong men in it. Uh, yeah, that's what some that's... of the focus group said. Like, this is a focus group. Of course, they're going to want, like, the status quo. Uh, I'm so mad. Uh, sure insisted the pilot had been completely re-edited at least four times since the focus group's description of the report uh, were held. Um, nevertheless, the early feedback left many critics and industry observers skeptical about the show's chances of success. And then after it aired, the first season received generally mixed reviews, Metacritic score of 58 out of 100. Many car- critics said this, the series was too similar to The Office. Definitely. Uh, several commentators said Leslie Nope too closely resembled Michael Scott, the dim-witted protagonist of The Office. This is like, I think everyone goes through this, or at least everyone I've talked to about this show, where they're like, yeah, I started watching it, and I really didn't get why it was so good. And like somebody told me just to skip the first season and start watching the second and then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that's good. Because it really is. If you go back to that first season, it is just like they are trying to like piggyback off the office. And mm-hmm. the Leslie Lope of season one is just like the shell. <laughs> like It's just this dopey shell compared to what she ends yeah. up being, which is just like one, of, maybe one of the best like written female like characters in yeah, a comedy. She's a powerhouse. In the, yes. Yeah, it's really it's really something. And it just talks about how every season, like it, the Metacritic score gets better, and yeah, it really finds its footing. Yeah, apparently season three is seen as like the best, but I also wonder I if mean, that's, that's contrasting the first. True. 
true of every show yeah everyone likes season three it's it's the make or break it really is um everyone says that i look like uh ben all right that i am ben which i guess i get i i mean no disrespect to either you or adam scott i don't see it yeah i think it's more like mm. personality wise no that's what i mean like i don't, I don't know i don't know but i yeah i i guess that's yeah i don't know which character are you kyle oh yeah definitely not i'm not <laughs> doing this <laughs> uh i i mean yeah i i don't think that i fit any of them in particular just that, no like yeah it's not gonna work out <laughs> they're all very uh they're intense in different ways yeah they're and, very and intense. i think that's and I think that's the thing that makes the show work well is that they like if you shifted most of their personalities even a little bit from one side to the other, it could be yeah. difficult to keep it show keep that show running. And I think that as it, as it did. I think that was a problem with the first like one of the problems with the first season is that they did kind of like mellow those characters out because even though yeah. office characters are extreme, they are kind of mellow in a way. Like oh, they're sure. tied to a reality where this was just you know, a little bit more off the rails. You know what else yeah. is mellow? Yeah. Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock. I'm clicking on Love's and all ties together. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, hey, Barack Obama uh, is the is an American politician and attorney who has served as the 44th president of the United States. Uh, that was a that was a that was a time to live through. It was, you know, mm-hmm. we look back on, mm-hmm. <laughs> think about it sometimes. Uh, I'm not going to say much else here because I'm, it's going to get it's going to make me depressed. Uh, I was trying to get, get to Joe Biden here, but it doesn't matter because Sky got to Leslie Nope. That is correct. So yes, Leslie Nope. So she has her own page. Yep. Which uh, goes through all of her seasons. <laughs> her whole and also has a art. critical reception section that only goes through the first three seasons. Oh, weird. With the season three critical reception being one sentence long wild what? she's played by amy poehler by the way not not pam poehler that is what? correct yep. yes oh i man. can't believe you were wrong about that kyle <laughs> you know you know tim i try though that's the problem mm-hmm. that, that's really it that I, I i do my best extremely cheerful ambitious hardworking, and optimistic she's firmly committed to the belief that government should provide a service for its people and regularly goes above and beyond for the benefits of bonnie's residents a belief that regularly clashes with her superior, Ron Swanson. Uh, I didn't know he was her superior. Uh, yeah, he's her boss. A staunch, a staunch libertarian who feels all government must should be dissolved and privatized. Uh, although somewhat naive, she is intelligent, well-read, and has good intentions. That part is the one that they like fixed after season <laughs> season one, yeah. making her intelligent yes. and well-read. Uh, but it's not always successful in executing her goals. She repeatedly tr- tries to be put a positive spin on failure, even to the point where she will occasionally distort the truth in her own view. For example, she does not get discouraged by angry residents who complain of y- or yell during her public forums, but instead prefers to think of them as people car- caring loudly at me. Which is <laughs> just very good. She has a crush on former president, uh, or former vice president, now president-elect Joe Biden. Somebody's been editing this page. Uh, and mm-hmm. harbors an irrational hatred of public libraries. <laughs> okay, I forgot about that. Salads and the wealthy neighboring town of Eagleton. 
which yeah. which is her birthplace. It's, she finds out. Yeah. Spoilers. What? What? Uh, just what? I, I guess yeah. Spoiler tags. What? What great like just notes to play play with? Just like completely irrational. Yeah. The the rivalries that they have in that show yeah. are just really good. Yeah. There's a real genuineness to her and to all the characters really. Um. But uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's kind of nice to see. Yep. So, to be honest, I have actually not seen a lot of episodes of Parks and Recreation. Oh, that's sad. It's a good time. But it's really yeah. good. It's What made you yeah, pick this is. page? Uh, because I associate Leslie Nope with, like, a mellow, sort of uncool kind of thing. Oh, uh, oh okay. there's nothing mellow about Leslie Nope. But yes, <laughs> that's I, I, I see where you're going. And, uh, yeah, I thought it would be fun. Nice. That's a good time. I forgot that, uh, you know, someone reminded me the other day that um, Rashida Jones was also in The Office. I forgot that she had been in that show uh, where she was a generally cooler character than than Pam in, 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 all, in almost every respect. But at least she got to be very awesome character Ann Perkins in this show. Oh, yeah, Just she was in there for a bit. Wildly good. Yeah. yeah, her character is great. Yeah, uh, a, a very a very good audience insert character of like yes. these people are are wild. What's happening? Yeah, like but her still, and Ben are kind of friends. the audience inserts. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all I have for it's Leslie. Good, nope. It kind of makes me want to rewatch it, Parks and Rec, but I have enough other stuff. <laughs> I was about to say it's a really good show. Uh, we did not, I have not seen the reunion episodes, uh, but I did see the, 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 the flash forward season, which was fun. I always think of, um, whenever I think of Parks and Rec, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know if you guys do this, but whenever, whenever I think of things like a media, like piece of media or a book or something in my mind, like goes to like a specific like scene or something that I like associate yeah. with it. And this is just her, um, on roller skates. <laughs> When she's like filibustering that one episode, Kyle. <laughs> and then she like starts thinking about cake. And Ben's like, oh yes. no. <laughs> when she starts thinking about cake, it's all over. Like that's all the uh the the moment that I go to, Sky, is the uh the one where she where she has the flu, but she still wants to uh give a speech. Oh yeah. And and uh Anne is trying to convince her that this is a bad idea and that she's sick and, and Leslie says if I were sick, could I be doing this? She and she just sits yeah. there. She doesn't do anything, and she goes, "Oh, I thought I was doing cartwheels. I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah, it's very good. So, yeah, congratulations, Sky, for getting well done, Sky, from Yacht Rock to Leslie Nope. Thanks. <laughs> uh, we learned about uh, chimes and presidential inaugural balls along the way, so this is great. And, uh, yeah, I wish there was something more momentous to end this occasion, but I can't think of anything. Uh, I don't know. It's a certain special day today if you want to talk about that, but yeah. Nah. Okay, that's cool. I mean, we're recording this on my birthday, Oh. which is not a huge deal. Oh, the, it's ridiculous. Just, it's just, uh, I, I had tried to think of something that might be related to my birthday, but I really thought you were going to honestly. But like there isn't I couldn't think of anything, honestly. Like people who share my birthday, uh Georgia O'Keefe does. Oh. <laughs> uh Patula okay. Clark. 
Wow. Uh, and that's all I can think of off the top of my head. I'm like, eh, you know what? I want to do something fun and Very mellow. Good. And so that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock. <laughs> yep. Well, we're, we're, we're glad to be a, be with you on this yacht together <laughs> doing this. Mm-hmm. So thank you for joining us on this journey. Uh, if you'd like to hear more of our podcast, you can go to wskbcast.blogspot.com or find us on any of the popular podcast catchers out there. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at WSKBcast or We Should Know Better. I think you just search We Should Know Better. And uh, it's the one that uh, looks like a podcast of the results that you get. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure what else should be there, but it's probably not great. Uh, is there anything either of you would like to plug tonight? Not really. All right. No, I'm good. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, it's All right. Good. I'm going gonna, I'm I'm to go listen to some, some Stevie Nicks. I am, I am proud <laughs> of you, too. <laughs> Now, if you listen to Stevie Nicks and episode 31 of um, Parks and Rec, like, what? It'll, it'll play like a sound. Like, if you listen to oh, like his yeah. third album, it'll like, yeah, it'll match yeah. up with the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I actually would firmly believe that that's probably true. There's probably an episode of, of Parks and Rec that matches up to a Stevie, to a Fleetwood Mac album, almost certainly. Probably. Yep, yep. All right. Have a All good right, night, everybody. <laughs> Uh, well good times sorry for the crashing ending of that that worked no you were good uh the uh for for the for the um just for the record uh biden's page does not list that he was on (laughs) Oh. Oh, really? i can't imagine There's more yeah i know not, that's real weird that not that's one of not his most uh <laughs> elaborate accomplishments no no it's not wow <laughs> but but you know i had to try <laughs> uh, tim what was the link that you wanted me to click uh fred armison was was a good one. That was it. And okay. the other one, actually, uh, if you wanted to go another route, would have been Escape the Pina Colada song. How? Because that was played in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Okay. Stars Chris What's-His-Face. Right. Yeah, yeah, guess what? Yeah. Um, yeah, guess what? Uh, Fleetwood Mac was also played in Guardian of the, Guardians of the Galaxy. I could have gone that oh, way, Oh, no, that was in there? Yeah. Oh, there you go. I should have done yeah. that. That's that's that was my miss. That was the thing. Chris Pratt. Yeah. I couldn't think of it. I'm like Chris Pratt. I kept thinking Chris oh, Evans. Yeah. Chris Evans. No, it's not Chris no, Evans' no, no. brain. Yeah, the but bad, what about Chris the bad Evans? Ones. The worst. No. Chris. The bad one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so cool. back to vegetable smells. Uh, yeah. Okay, vegetable smells are not uh, like okay. Yes, they. Yeah, carrots, broccoli, etc. But but like. Most green teas and things like that are going to have like that, yeah, just leafy vegetable smell. That's that, that's what I think of immediately. So here's here's my thing, like, because I okay. think of I think of the smell of tea as something that's pleasant. Whereas, yeah, I'm not that... whereas I cannot think of a single vegetable that smells pleasant. Tim, I think this is a this is probably the 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 like the uh, the problem between what we're saying here. Because, like, 
yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not saying that vegetable smells are bad, which I think that you are saying that vegetable smells are bad. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So that's the problem. That's our actual, that's our actual disagreement mm-hmm. is that vegetable smells are fine. <laughs> Okay, sure. I'm not saying that. No, no, I, not... I mean, vegetable smells are. I guess, I guess, I just particularly have a dislike of steamed vegetable smells. Yeah, although, well, no one's putting although I do vegetables not mind in your locker. Vegetables, I eat them. Yeah, right. I, I just wouldn't want. I don't go out of my way to to smell them. I guess. <laughs> Stop and smell the the cauliflower. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, Tim. Yep. I. I have to ask this now. What tea bags did you hang in your locker? Uh, green tea. Interesting. Green tea, is, green tea, green tea, tea is like one of my favorite smells in the world. Yeah. I don't okay. remember what type it was, like what brand necessarily. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not that it makes a particular difference. I was just curious if you could remember it. That's all. Okay. Uh, no, it was just... Just standard green tea bags. Not, not. I mean, they were not used. I hope not. I didn't hang them in there to drip dry or anything. <laughs> you know, you probably actually like helped out in absorbing like the any moisture that was in that. The general that funk of school. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's. This is probably not a bad idea. There are many it just sounds of like funk. it's. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, I'm glad we I'm glad we settled that. I feel like we're warmed up. I'm yeah, glad you guys figured That's... that out. Yeah. Are, are you know you... what? <laughs> did Did you have any opinion one way or the other, Sky? Uh, not really. This one, I'm just gonna sit out. Okay. That's, that's <laughs> I know when I'm. That's fair. I'm out of my depth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, are we ready to start? Let's do this thing.